Yo quiero Taco Bell. Now you can get two tacos for just 99 cents. One song. Hey guys, welcome to Frantic Thoughts, the video game entertainment podcast where I talk about my life and things I love. My name's Josh, also known as Frantic. I'm a content creator and I like to speak my mind and share what I love with the world. I'm here with my guest, which he is back. He was on my Game of the Year episode. What's up, Ryan, also known as Rocket Sauce? How you doing, man? Pretty good, Josh. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, so a uh, little unorthodox. We decided to have Taco Bell at the beginning of the show and eat dinner together and talk on oh, chat on chat on here. So what'd you get? Taco Bell. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Taco Bell has their app. Or say if they keep trying to encourage people to order through the app, I guess it probably it's one less person they have to hire to take, you know, a cashier for them. But um, through the app, they have exclusive things you can order. One of which is my favorite, which is the build your own five dollar box. Um, they have multiple items to choose from. I today I chose a chalupa. I chose the five layer burrito. And I chose the nachos as my side. And I got a Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero because I don't want the sugar. Um, that was my $5 box. Pretty great deal. That's one of the best best deals you'll ever have. Um, and they also have an exclusive burrito. I don't know. It might be only be on their online as well, their app. Uh, it's the Beefy five, no, beefy Potato Burrito is what it is. Uh, it's just beef, those you know, breaded potatoes. And I believe nacho cheese. And it's a buck. It's it's dynamite. I'm I think it you. might. I think it might actually have jalapeno. I I literally just downed mine. I couldn't wait. I sure. I've been eating all day. Uh, so and it's like 7 p.m. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna start eating. Um, mm-hmm. but I got that, and then I I did the box too. I got a Crunchwrap Supreme, but right. I take I take the tomatoes off, and then I went a little crazy. I added black beans and jalapenos. So all right, that'd be pretty good. And then um. Beefy five layer and then nacho chips with shit with dip. So that's my uh, dinner tonight. And the I just finished the the potato burrito. And I'm gonna tell you, man, that thing that thing slapped. That was good. Oh man, so good. And for a buck, man, don't get rid of that off the menu. I paid two dollars for that thing. Yeah, it's so dynamite. I'm, I'm with you though. I don't get tomatoes on mine or lettuce on my uh, chalupa. But um, I usually will get the crunch wrap because that thing is dynamite but i don't know maybe i'll get taco bell again this week so like i'll save it for that day so i just gotta mix it up so you don't get the same flavor every time you know yeah and i feel like at this point i'm having taco bell like once a month maybe mm. twice so when i have it it feels special so this, this is good this is this is great for me right now <laughs> man and then the build your own box so it's so good because usually they give you the problem most of the time with these taco bell boxes is you get these um Usually get like one great item, and then the some like one or two things that you don't really you're like oh I guess that's thrown in there you know it's not exactly what you're 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 craving but you get exactly what you're craving with this five dollar box you know yeah and uh, that was like a basically like a pro tip that you gave me is like dude you can build your own box I was like you can build your own box it kind of blew my mind and it's five mm. bucks hell yeah oh it's so good have a pretty what good kind of so- sorry I was gonna say what kind of sauce do you get Josh. Um, I usually get fire. I put five fire sauces, and they gave me Diablo sauce instead. That's okay. Mm. I like the Diablo sauce too, but uh, 
I'm just looking at the chat here. It says like, stop eating. You have to add me in the chat, <laughs> in our chat here. I was like, oops. Okay. Anyway. Um, but yeah, they gave me Diablo sauce. I, I like it. It's a little spicier, but it has like that lime taste, which I don't. Oh, there's a mild sauce here too. Randomly. Uh, I'll probably oh. use that, but um, yeah, and I'm, I'm excited. We'll probably, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say mild's usually my go-to. I, I just think it's got the best flavor and I'm someone who likes like spicy stuff, but yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, I think it's the best flavor. I think I told you this in, in one of our chats, but uh, when I was a kid, I used to drink the mild sauce, like out mm. of the packet. Yeah, I was a deviant. <laughs> but yeah, my drink oh, is uh, Baja Blast Zero also. So. It's exclusive, man. You gotta stick, stick with what's exclusive. Do the do. What, did, you, what, did you say which side you got? Because you usually get like one little side thing. Yeah, it was the, the nacho chips. Apologize. Sorry, I was probably so focused on my food here. No, you're good. Uh, crunch. <laughs> All right, so we'll probably uh, hang out and eat, and then I'll probably edit around the food sounds just so so if it sounds like I edit some stuff, I did. <laughs> I don't. People always joke about Taco Bell, man, but it's the it's the bee's knees, man. Um, a coworker of mine, uh, she was uh, feeding her one year old. Taco Bell for the first time this last week because she knows I'm, I'm a big fan of Taco Bell. And when she actually appeared in the office for the first time, like in a year, this last week to get her new machine, she saw me running to go to Taco Bell or coming back to get Taco Bell. And she, she actually I inspired her to go to get Taco Bell. So <laughs> nice. So uh, she took a picture of her one year old, or I think just under one year old, um, having Taco Bell. So he just had all the nacho cheese and beef all over his face. So. You love to see it. Raising the kid right. Just so you guys know, we're not sponsored. <laughs> no, you should be. Uh, um, I, I, I mean, if you're listening, Taco Bell. Hmm. Do you ever have any favorites? Because Taco Bell's kind of notorious now for removing like half the menu. Did you have any like go-to favorites that were you're like, I gotta get this every single time I'm here, you know? Yeah, I like the um, Flamas Dorito Loco. Okay. Yeah, and they got rid of it. And I also like the Volcano Taco, which... I feel like they brought it back a couple years ago, and then it was like a limited time thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I always was a fan of the loaded griller, man. Um, and that just went away. For no reason, it went away. Um, yeah. I mean, I remember when they introduced that too. That was like a dollar. Man, I get three of those. You're set. Um, I remember even before that, it was the 89 cent double cheesy beef burrito. And I only remember that because there was a commercial with the wrap. Or the people are beatboxing, they're like, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Something big with a bunch of beef, 89 <laughs> double cheesy beef burrito. That was a, I love that commercial. And I would like get like, um, so I play softball in the summertime, Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very superstitious, I keep a routine. Uh, I believe it helps with my performance. Um, and one of the things I was doing was days that like I, after every single game, I get two of those 89 cent double cheesy beef burritos. Because it was like I ate. I remember I was like in a hitting slump, and then I just was like, it was a late softball game, so I was just driving home from softball, and I was like, I gotta get something to eat. Got me two of those. The next game, I was like four for four, like a home run or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I gotta keep this routine. So I did it like after every single game. Didn't I yeah, that? It's like a good luck charm slash gives you that power. That talking mm-hmm. about power, yeah. Um, this one goes way back. There was um. I think when I was a kid, my my parents would continue it because they kind of liked it. Taco Bell used to have a thing called Bell Burgers. 
which was just it was just a taco, but it was like on like those cheap like white hamburger buns, basically. Nice. So it's basically, yeah. So my parents were like, "Yo, we're mixing it up tonight. We're not having tacos. We're having bell burgers." So like that would be like an alternative to making tacos. Like you could just probably just get buns on sale or something like that. Something we always used to do when I was younger. Hmm. So you guys, so they made it with the Taco Bell mm-hmm. ingredients, pretty much, or you could buy it at Taco Bell. You could buy it at Taco Bell. That was like, oh, a, okay. like that was like a gimmick way back in the day. Okay, like they um, did the fries, like that type yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. It was called the Bell Burger, and then they said my parents really liked it, so they always would continue it on after it disappeared off the menu. Nice. I was a big fan of the Double Decker too back in the day. That just went away. What's that? Uh, that grilled cheese. It's not grilled cheese, but double. It's not Double Decker, but it's like a double grilled, whatever the new one that's on the five dollar. Was it the Quesarito? No, it's something else. I don't know. It's like grilled stack or something like that. Double stack. Mm. I saw it on the menu when I picked this up. I don't know. Dude, these beans in here. The beans in the from the uh, crunch wrap mm-hmm. is a is a clutch move right there. It's really good. I ordered it accidentally with the beans ones because I believe that's also an option. Mm-hmm. And I ordered it accidentally. I, I was like, oh, what? I'm like, oh, it's fine. It still tastes good. I'm a, I am a fan of black beans, so that ain't no problem for me. But it's one of those things that caught me off guard. But make a good point. Probably adding beans to it probably really set it off. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> it's uh, it gets that like nice uh, you you know like borracho bean taste when mm-hmm. you take a bite. Really good. I'm starving. I didn't know I was this hungry. <laughs> that's why I get that burrito for that, that beefy potato burrito. Yep. Oh man. This is the spot, man. I didn't feel like cooking at all today. Just want some fast and garbage, and this is the mm-hmm. best. Enjoying this stuff until I start counting calories soon. Woohoo! Meh. Um, <laughs> where do you rank TB when it comes to fast food? I would say it's probably my favorite, honestly. Um, do you do you have mod pizza there? I would say that's probably pretty close to like tied with Taco Bell for me because I love mod pizza. It's it's pretty recent, but yes, we do. Um, we got it probably about two years ago. Yeah, they got that, and there's Blaze. I don't know if you ever had Blaze, but it's pretty much the same exact thing as as Mod. I'd like Mod's crust a little more, but Blaze is good too. Mm-hmm. One thing I think I like about Mod better was uh, they have like I think a chicken sausage. Maybe yeah, it's a yeah. spicy chicken sausage. I can't remember exactly which one it is, but I really enjoyed that. I like to experiment with the flavors, put like. Blue cheese on there, just whatever, mm-hmm. whatever just sounds good at the time. I love that. I did get the uh, double crust one time from there. It was okay. I was uh, expecting more, but it was just more, I guess, carbs. You know. Yeah, yeah. You ever like kill it yourself though? Oh yeah, I usually will have a couple slices left, but sometimes I'll just eat the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's that debate basically, like you know. I eat this whole thing. I'm a real fat ass, but uh, but uh, I could do it. So like sometimes I'll try to be like, you know, I'm trying to be healthy. Granted, every eight, you know, eighty percent of this pizza, uh, there's a, one or two slices that are left. And you're like, I could just say this. I should say this for lunch, and then you're like, fuck it. You know, what, what's the point? I just won't have supper tonight. You know? Yeah, I've done that. Made a big mistake. Well, it was a couple months ago, and. Uh, one of my coworkers was working with me because it was like during Corona and everybody was like working together a lot more. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Hey man, we've had a horrible day. Let's go have some lunch. 
It's like, I'll take you out. Let's go to mod pizza. I'm like, all right. He orders me a mod and the entire thing. And I drink like three of those like black, whatever uh, lemonade things to have, black raspberry, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like shit. The last half of work, I was like just too full. And I, I really regretted doing that. <laughs> so, yeah. But it was delicious. I mean, I, was, I enjoyed the pizza, of course. But yeah, I was like, I probably should have just ate half of it, put it in, left it. But it would have sat in my car for like three hours. That was my, you know, where my mind going. Like, I, I, I might as well just eat it. So, man, I used to be able to crush food, like really crush food when I was younger. Like my metabolism was insane. I remember one time I like at my first job, I worked at a grocery store and there was a McDonald's across the road. And my coworkers didn't believe me that I could eat a lot of food. And they were telling me like, cause they're like, I remember, Oh, they knew I could eat food, but they didn't know I could really eat food. <laughs> and it was all those things where we were talking to like, I think we would get like, someone every day. Someone would run and get food. Someone would go Burger King, KFC, whatever. Cause they're all, we were on a street that has everything, everything fast food. So someone it would just be someone's turn to run. And they, they are like, how much do you think you can eat? And I was because I would always just get four McChickens and crush them, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know I could do six easily. And I was like, probably max of eight. And they're like, we'll pay to see you if you can eat eight McChickens. I'm like, okay. So I got to seven and three quarters of the McChickens, and I was like, if I have another bite, I'm gonna puke, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like, you like hit a wall, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like they're like, you can, like, you can do it. I'm like, I can, but. It's so like, you know, and then they're like, all right, no, go push carts. So, <laughs> well, so it's, uh, you know, it was like the slowest, like two hours left of the go in the day. Granted, most of the stuff was like, that was one thing that's great about that first job. Um, the coworkers are great. Um, mm-hmm. because we, especially when it was the younger cat people work second shift, um, the bosses had like their things they wanted to see done. And after they left, we bust their ass, get it done as fast as possible. So the last couple hours of the day, we can just fuck off and do nothing. Uh, we played baseball in the back. We did all this stuff, basically. Um, but yeah, like the last hours was basically like sweep the floor, wherever. Something real, you know, yeah. much effort. Yeah, it yeah. was basically, yeah. And then turn off the lights, close the store kind of thing. But yeah, get carts. I mean, they're like, they're like, we don't care. Because all those things were sort of like, if you eat us all, we'll pay for it all. And they're like, yeah. don't worry. At the end, they're like, you you eat more than we thought you could possibly eat. So, but yeah, I, those are good days when I could really crush food. Now, now I kind of limited myself and I shrunk my stomach, but uh, yeah, that's metabolism, my metabolism is also not that insane either anymore. <laughs> that's my problem. My metabolism got, is getting worse as I get older and I, I'm not changing my food habits. So that's why I was saying, Oh, I'm start counting some calories, eating less crap, even though I'm sitting here eating Taco Bell. It's okay because I know that there's always tomorrow and I can always eat better tomorrow. So it's okay. I know Taco Bell isn't like I'm eating a lot of Taco Bell, but from a calorie standpoint, it's not really too bad if you have a couple, you know. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about my first job too. I was a, uh, I worked at a gas station probably for five years, my first job, and I ended up being a assistant manager where I could write the schedule. So I had my good buddy Chris and he got hired there. Not by me. That was like a conflict of interest. I was like, nah, I'm not going to I'll have my boss hire him because I was actually learning how to hire people, too. I was only like 18. Mm-hmm. And uh, I scheduled him to work overnight with me to do deep cleaning, quote unquote. We cleaned probably for the first two hours. 
and then after that we had like this boom box that we brought in we were playing metal super loud just had a bunch of friends come over and just made food for them and we're just like chilling hanging out in this gas station like all night long just mm-hmm. basically having a mini party with our friends <laughs> it was a good time well, getting, yeah, pay- getting paid for it too you know just just being a stupid kid just fucking off you know like you said well, we did stupid shit all the time, man. I mean, this is America's store isn't around anymore. They went out of business, but yeah, we did shit where we like stock be stock on the shelf and smoking cigars in the place store. Oh, inside the store, <laughs> inside the store, and um, one of them, I don't know if it was a cigar or someone lit something, but I set off the smoker alarm inside the place, and I was like, Ooh. we're we're just oh, we're just like I remember I was basing the milk or I was filling the milk basically in the store. Refilling at the end of the day, lights are off. Basically, it's just, you know, we had to, re- we had to be there late to, to do their thing, basically. But stores closed, customers aren't there. Everyone's got like a cigar in the store. And I don't remember what happened or if they lit something, but like they said, the alarm went off. And I mentioned them, I'm like, do you think that's tied to like the fire department? Like, if it's a, it's a call to <laughs> fire department? And a couple of my friends who were there to like, shit you're probably right and they went running to the area and i think they ended up just like hitting all the switches like the kill switches basically and killed so that stopped the alarm but i remember for at least a couple weeks you looked at the ceiling all the way by like one of the main entrances which was the alarm that was tripped and a little blinking red light basically like it was still like i don't know active or never been unreset i think eventually burnt out mm-hmm. that light eventually burned out but it was one of those uh one of those like great oh shit moments of the word basic which happened a bunch um yeah uh, your guys are lucky there was some sprinklers inside that store well, that would sure. that. <laughs> for Just sure imagine that yeah no that was um i remember one time we were playing um baseball in the back and i i was pitching to my buddy and he did straight up it would hit right one of those long fluorescent lights basically light bulb just comes right down smashes and all over the floor we're like yeah we're like this is the stocking room in the back we're like shit um he's like we'll get a broom real quick and clean this up and then i think i i think we tried finding a replacement bulb but we couldn't we're just like oh it fell kind of kind of moments basically (laughs) we're like the next day not mentioning what we did basically uh clean it up no dispose of the evidence no one's wiser yeah, um, when you're a kid, you do stupid stuff. It's it's part of the it's part of the growing up experience, I guess. <laughs> I was making four fifty an hour, man, minimum wage, and that was actually I started at four twenty five, and it went up to four fifty at that point period of time. So you get what you pay for, folks. You know, you're, you're yeah. put like you put like sixteen, seventeen year olds in charge of your store and tell them to close it. And you're pay minimum wage. This is what you're gonna get. You know, but hey, think- the whole store looked great. The whole store was well taken care of. Just the back was a little fucked up. So, yeah, we, um, I was making like seven twenty five. I think that was minimum wage when I was doing it. And then when I became system manager, they gave me a thirty cent raise. So I was making seven fifty five. Oh my god, so much more money, you know. So, mm-hmm. and then I'm sitting here counting the bank drops, doing like the scheduling, covering people's shift if they called in. I was basically on call all the time, and I made thirty cents more an hour. You know what I mean? So (laughs) quite the responsibility there. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, here you go, thirty cents more. Like, of course, that was just like a stopgap until I uh, went to school and stuff. But yeah, 
No, man. They um I remember when the store manager told me because I was making four twenty five and I was like two weeks later, I think the federal minimum wage went up to four fifty. Damn. Congratulations, you're getting a raise. I'm like, all right, sweet. I thought it was like just because I was doing good work and then I found out, you know, I'm like, oh, this guy's just a dick, you know, kind of thing. So Yeah, it's like he's doing it because he has to, but mm-hmm. yeah. Lots of great memories. Remember, we uh, the store had Halloween costumes. We would fuck around with like, the scooters that they had, like in a little junk aisle where, like, for kids, basically. Yeah. And we took these kid Halloween costumes and we rode rode scooters throughout the store after it was closed. Good times. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Be sure to share your stories, yeah, <laughs> your juvenile stories here, and uh, yeah, um, on, Twitter, on Twitter, wherever you yeah. listen. Uh, but hashtag frantic thoughts. Yeah, why not? And um, I almost forgot I was on a podcast. I was just chilling so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, dude, we we were kind of kleptomaniacs too. I'm, I this this company still exists, so you probably if you know me back then, you know what company it was. But we would steal drinks and stuff just all the time, just because. Like, no doubt, man. No doubt. You're yeah. not alone on that one. We, <laughs> our liquor department got raided a bunch. Of, uh, so yeah. we, always, we always had customers stealing shit. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we're like under. I eventually found out because I had a couple. I had one of our one of us was over 21. So there was one person who was legally old enough to buy the drinks. But at the end of the day, there was a whole like scheme set up where uh, one person, I never did it. So. I was a good boy, uh, but we would go. Someone would go to the liquor store before they uh, got the camera system put in, and they would put like someone would get like most of the time at that time of my youth was either Captain Morgan or like UV vodka, and someone would throw it in the backseat of their car, and then we go to someone's house basically and have a party basically that night, and then you had to be work. Those Saturdays, the Sunday shift sucked because, like, I would always close Saturdays and then have to be there at 7 a.m. on Sunday. So, yeah, making you do a turnaround, which I hate. Do- I hate doing turnarounds. I don't. I feel like I do turnarounds now because, dude, like Saturday, I got off at 9 p.m. almost. It was like 8:50, and then I was back the next day at 6 a.m. That's pretty much a fun turnaround, mm-hmm. basically. So, they're they're never fun. They're never mm-hmm. never fun. Yeah, someone uh, like I said, we just basically you get a twenty ounce or something like that, and you just make your drink in the parking lot, drink in the parking lot, and you go out and bo- do midnight bowling. So what did you do when you were in twenty one? I actually, I was thinking about it. I never drank before I was twenty one. I might be an anomaly, but I never did. I only did because of those people I worked with. So yeah, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do this." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." And uh, yeah, those fun times. Not saying I wouldn't have, but I just never yeah. did. I was probably the first of my general group of friends to be uh, be drinking. I was the bad influence, I guess, for that part. I mean, I was smoking a lot of weed when I was 18. I'll say that. So, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. that's even more illegal. So, <laughs> yeah, well, it's good to be you. you know, I, I only did what's called, uh, I didn't do that nearly as much because I had a good time with drinking, man. I, that's just what we did. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those things, like I said, is easily accessible, and that's probably why. Well, it's funny to look back now on the people whose parents were cool with, like, you come in their house and, like, a bunch of underage kids drinking in the basement. But I think the theory was behind it. It's like, well, you're not going out and driving anywhere. Yeah. You're not driving. You're not doing, not sleeping with a random chick and getting her pregnant or anything Mm -hmm. 
not being a danger to society, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I say just look back now. If I was a parent, no, that would never be like get the fuck out of my house. Kind of you like you ain't doing that shit here. Kind of thing, but we look back now and you laugh, kind of thing. So we used to we used to basically smoke out my room and then we play Guitar Hero, whatever one the new one was at the time, because I always had the newest one, and uh, just hang out at home. I usually didn't do, go anywhere when I smoked. I would just hang out at home, but my mom didn't care. Um, I don't even know if I did it at my mom's house. I've I, maybe when I was eighteen, but uh, I definitely did it when I lived with my, with my grandparents. So <laughs> no, I, I I just never had like the great experiences like that with that. Yeah, um, and that's yeah. why I, I never got in pot pot so much. But anyway, like I said, when deny it's just one of those things that are just, like uh, also like easy except more. Like I said. I was it was way more easy, easy acceptable to drink, but like I said, I never drunk in my parents' house. It was always like go out somewhere else, basically, and then just stumble in after midnight, you know, or once mm-hmm. morning. Yeah, um, it, if I didn't have that one friend that had the hookup, I probably would have never did either. You know, it's just whoever you're around yeah. at the time. Yeah, well, not saying I didn't do it, but <laughs> yeah. Times, yeah, being a kid was fun. Now, now all I do is uh have anxiety and work all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you just didn't have to work all the time, man. I remember like that first paycheck, man. Mm-hmm. First paycheck, I remember like, I mean, it was it was uh enough for me basically. Where I, I went straight up and uh, I bought a NES, I got like 20 games for like 20 bucks with the nice. NES. Um, that started my whole collection, but that was for my first paycheck. And then, of course, then like first time you ever buy like a real game with that paycheck or something like that, you're like, mm-hmm. "All right, man, I made it," kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There was a point in time, though, probably when when the, early in the PS3 when I got because I got the PS3 right away. But I remember I bought like two games maybe a year after the PS3 came out. That's 120. dollars You're like, damn, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like I'm spending money now. I'm adult. Well, like that straight baller right there, basically buying two games like that. Where, but you knew that was gonna hurt the pocket. Like, well, make sure I have my rent covered. Okay, I got that covered. You know, yeah. You know, cheap with the groceries this week. We're gonna be doing white bread and uh, and we're gonna be doing toast. You're gonna be doing uh, poor man grilled cheese. We're gonna be doing toast in a slice of cheese, basically. For yeah. A week. Why not? Easy. Yeah. Fill you up. You'll fill up if you feel kind of like crap because it's not really any uh, actual nutritional value, but hey, it'll fill you up. Yeah, get the trick, you know. Yeah, yeah. carbs, carbs will fill you up real quick. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I, before I even had a real job, I uh, worked with, work with my grandparents or my grandpa on the week, uh, the weekends on the summer times. He did construction for retirement communities, like he would do add ons and roofs and electrical, all sorts of stuff. So I would help him out. Like I was like 15, 16 years old helping him out. And that's how I bought my PS2. That's how I bought my GameCube and all the games I had for it. Uh, Metal Gears, all of them, everything up until the PS3 is when I got that other job that I talked about at the gro- uh, gas station. And then that's how I bought the PS3. So, yeah, he he, he provided a lot of work for me and he, he paid pretty, pretty fair. It'd be like I'd work like six hours. He'd give me like 75 bucks. I'd be working, working, but hey, 75 bucks is 75 bucks. So, no, man, when you get that first job, like, 
I, I got GameCube day one. And I, you know, and I, I saved up from work, like from work. I put a little bit aside and I go pay it off and everything. But then like year goes by after that. I'm like, I can give you a PS2. I want a DVD player. Okay. Yeah. And then a little bit after that, you know what? I want an Xbox because I got this money. I did. So that was good That's times. Cool. Yeah. yeah you, you know, adulting basically. Cause you have some pockets, you have some, you know, change burning a hole in your pocket there, you know? Yeah. I remember buying that PS2. I bought a, I don't know. It must have just came out, but I bought the new about Tony Hawk Underground one and two at the time. Mm. I mean, maybe maybe two hasn't wasn't out, but I remember buying a couple of Tony Hawk games. Some might have been four and Underground, but bought that and then Metal Gear Solid three, mm-hmm. and I was set for a long time on those just those three games. Loved them to death. I remember I got Thug two uh, on our. I was on like a fake family vacation to Florida, and. I remember that just came out and that was one of those things. I don't know if you ever bought a video game like on vacation ever, Josh, but like you don't play it. You just look at it basically for your whole trip. Yeah. Basically, Like when I get back in about four or five days, I'm playing you, you know, kind of thing where you just look at the box. You're like, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. I, was a, I was a huge fan of the first thug. Second one, not so much, but you know, the second one went a little too silly. The skating still felt pretty good, but then they tried to add a lot of gimmicks to it to kind of mm-hmm. ruin it a little bit for me, at least. Mm-hmm. It's like what you could like grab a, a bowl and be sketching on a bowl around and in one of the levels. And like there was like a downhill jam style level where you had like laid on a skateboard. And I don't know, it was OK. They tried some different things, but definitely wasn't as good as the first. I thought the story mode in the first thug was pretty good. I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah. And, and it felt like it was really, de- I don't want to say terrible, but it was very much definitely not on par with that first story. And it's a. I, I'm probably having looking at it with rose tinted glasses mm-hmm. when I think back of the story, but I just have way better time playing the story with your rival that you had to keep competing against in the story. You remember, the, you remember the rival's name? No, yeah, the rival's name. Okay, and then in the Tony Hawk game, his the rival's name is Eric Sparrow. Awesome. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk, Eric Sparrow. Yep. Um. Yeah. It. I. I was there? Do you remember if there was like a rival? I remember Bam being the main like influence in the second thug. No, it was pretty much like a a jackass crossover almost. Well, where you did stunts and stuff. Mm-hmm. There was a story. I think it was like the world tour of insanity, or it had some name where you'd go different places in the world and do stunts. But it, it still had the collect skate and a few other things from the classic talk stuff. But it was a lot different. Do you ever? Uh... Ever get around with the uh, Matt Hoffman, Sean, was it Sean Palmer? Um, Kelly was a surfer one. It was Kelly something. I can't remember. I don't know the the names of those. I know Matt Hoffman was fun. I played that. I was, I got, uh, well, because I had a Dreamcast and I had a guy in high school that for five bucks would burn you any game you want kind of deal going on. And I think Dave Mira BMX came out first or he had that instead of Matt Hoffman. One of those things where he's like here. I'm like, well, I'll play this because I like Tony Hawk. So I always kind of side with the Dave Mira games. Just at least me the first one. Yeah. Because I remember then I played Matt Hoffman. I'm like, "Uh, I like this Dave Mira better. I actually Uh, think from what I remember, Dave Mira is the more loved one. So you're probably right on that mm -hmm. one. I actually played a BMX triple X also, which uses that exact same bicycle engine. But you can uh, unlock nudie videos. <laughs> no, I know. I I I rented that um, back in the day. No, I think that was originally supposed to be Dave Mira too. 
also. Oh, and eventually Dave Mayer 2 did come out. But yeah. it was one of those ones where I think it was supposed to be in there like, well, let's get a gimmick because all these like guy game and Playboy like, Mansion and uh I played the Playboy Mansion game. You know that's just Sims, right? But yep. Playboys. Mm-hmm. I, this is like nothing. It's just, you know, pixelated booby girls. It, you know, you don't really see anything too wild in it, honestly. Well, it was uh, the point of the, it was that point of period of time, right? I mean, Laura Croft was everywhere with, you know, I remember the rumor of the boob code, basically, where everyone's like, oh, snap, you know that boob code or something like that, which is just, yeah. Uh, they, had that, they had that sequel, and then she's in the shower at the end. She's like, you thought you'd look, and then she shoots the camera. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. I was like, that. that's kind of just like making fun of the audience a little bit there. But yeah. Yeah, man. That was a period of that time, man, where sex really sold video games for you. So. Yeah, there was. I saw like a. I was someone was sharing around a Gex ad, which was like a hot chick all over Gex and stuff, like bikinis and stuff. It's like, eh, come on. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Something. I mean, I, I good laugh looking back at this. You know, now it probably wouldn't go over so well, but uh, it was that period it, of time. Conquer's Bad Fur Day was around, you know, and yeah. it's more silly than anything else, honestly. Yeah, <clears throat> a little gross, but still silly, and it, it's kind of like. Oh, the good old days and kind of like cringing at the same time. Like, oh, they were kind of weird, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like whatever early, you know, puberty, you know, boy, it was perfectly for, for that basically. For, yeah. You know, yeah. I was smart with it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at the time. It was basically everything, everything, uh, teen, early teenage boy wanted basically for, for that period of time. So, uh, but yeah, you don't see, you don't see stuff like that anymore. So, yeah. So, I think we're done eating. We were, I, I'm pretty much done. Here. Yep, me too. Um, what was your Taco Bell rating out of ten? What was how was your meal? Ooh, I'm gonna say out of a Taco Bell rating, mm-hmm. that was nine point five. So, yeah, very satisfying. I, no, 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 I'm gonna say nine. Let's just go with straight nine. Let's drop the five because I've had better, but. It really hit the spot. It really, you know, gave me everything I was looking for for tonight's meal. So I'm going to give mine an 8.9, almost a nine, but it would have been a nine if they gave me the right sauce. Mm. That was the killer for me, but it was really good. That Diablo sauce actually gets pretty hot if you eat a lot of it because I, I like dumped it on my crunch wrap. You were talking and it was just like my mouth was burning. I was like, ah, this is a bit much more than I expected. <laughs> so no, and I, I had to make a loop around because I always check my food. Um, and they forgot my nachos, so I had to say, "Hey, man, uh, I need these nachos here. I ain't gonna make a stink. I ain't gonna make a stink here or anything. I just want them nachos." And the guys, like, pull right up, man. I'll take care of you. So that's fine. He didn't really take care of me though. Like, uh, um, sorry, back to youth here for a second. First job. I remember one time my buddy Kevin was notoriously the best sad caller negotiator. If someone messed up your food, you yep. put Kevin on the line. He was the best by far and away. Um, he would always get, you know, like you whatever Arby's they mess up your order, you call, you're gonna get something nice for free. One time he called Burger King and they gave him a $40 gift card for saying they were sorry for, for like what it was like one meal. I think it was like we ordered four meals and one of the meals was messed up. And he's like, say, Hey man, you know, I understand pressure and work and everything, but I got a guy here on my shift because he was like the manager. He's like, um, and he's out of me, he's like, he's got, no meal. He's got nothing to eat. It's a long shift. Can you help us out? Kind of thing. And the, then, like, he's talking to the manager. Manager's like, I'll, I'll take care of you. Just t- send him back. 
I'll refund the meal and I'll, I'll, I'll take care of you. Guy came back. He's like, I got my meal. And he's like, he gave me this gift card for 40 bucks. And we're like, what? You know, that was kind of like, you know, yeah, that's like, that's like free Burger King for like three, three meals or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't ever have that skill. They're like, what you want something? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like no, I, yeah, I don't have just, that kind of skill. You know? Yeah, I, I am too. I'm a little too timid. I think I would just be like, can you just give me a refund or replace it or something? And that's probably what would happen if it was. Yeah, me. they have to really mess up the order before I'm going to make a stink kind of thing. But like, hey, man, you forgot my nachos. Like uh, Kevin probably got us like $20 worth of food here, basically. But me, they're like, what do you want a straw for that drink? You know, kind of. So, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I enjoyed that segment. Let's let's talk about the Snyder Cut. I know you loved it. It's your favorite movie of the year yeah. or of the decade. Your favorite movie of the decade. Well, it was better than the Weeding Cut. Um, but man, there's a lot of Snyder fans blowing smoke up this movie, man. And uh, you know, I one of my best friends. He he loves him some DC. He fell asleep twice watching this movie. I keep mm-hmm. I had to keep waking him up. I watched the whole thing. Uh, we took little mini breaks to go get more food because we had food upstairs and whatnot. But, you know, man, like I was expecting a completely different movie from all this hype. Four hours, four hours plus originally talking about a series. I'm like, OK, this definitely sounds like something else. And I, I remember saying hearing like the saying we didn't only use like 10 percent of Snyder's film footage. So in my head, I'm like, you got all this footage here. That's going to be a completely different movie. It's the same story. So like yeah. the story don't change at all. There's moments that they do change in this movie uh, from the original. Uh, one in particular that I am not a fan of. Uh, and I don't. I I hate to poo poo because I know a lot of people are like that was good. That was really good. Uh, ain't no Marvel man. I'll tell you that. You know yeah. Marvel. Marvel takes care of their stuff. This is still like a, a mess of a movie in my eyes. I don't know, I don't know how you feel about it, Josh. I will say I like the movie it took me three sittings to watch because like you said it's over this movie's too fucking long i'm sorry like i know that people like that they have all this extra stuff it's so bloated i just feels like they try to put too much this movie i'll I'll get a little criticisms out at first here uh this movie is pretty much trying to be the avengers one age of ultron and endgame at the same time it really is it's trying to cram the setup of the team all all at once really super quick and then it tries to bring on a new threat which is steppenwolf and then it tries to do like this huge get together moment with all these team members at the end with time travel and stuff and try to fix this big bad which is De- oh what's the bad guy De- deathstroke right no not deathstroke dark side dark side i, I don't i don't know why i can think of it but yeah don't worry, deathstroke is in the movie though he's in the movie for some reason so like i'm saying like they try to take the essence of all three Avengers movies and try to cram it into this one big epic. I understand what he's going for, but I really do feel like this could have been, um, I don't know, like three different movies. Like they could have just built like one movie that's building the team and then they have a threat to go. And then one movie that's the Steppenwolf and then they beat him. And then the, 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 during this whole time, they could be like getting the mother boxes and building all that up and building cyborg up in the background and then had a third movie that goes from, dark side and then builds to the nightmare movie and then have like a fourth movie you know what i mean this could have been multiple movies but they try to cram everything into four hours so i think 
it's overbloated and there's some scenes that don't need to be there but at the same time i feel like they're rushing everything at the same time it's kind of a weird situation i think it would have been better off if they made it episodic as opposed to but they basically stole snyder it's your it's your you know keys to your car here and uh well, it's it's yours this is what people really wanted so it's your vision mm-hmm. um i thought one thing i thought was interesting um because i'm from wisconsin uh when i saw they're doing the cyborg flashback and it's gotham city college versus the wisconsin badgers uh nice. playing it i'm like i'm like i'm looking at i'm looking at it, i'm going to my buddy goo i'm like I'm like the badgers in this they got the badgers and then i, I eventually found <laughs> out it's because zach snyder's from green bay wisconsin so I, I guess allegedly he wanted to film parts of the movie in Green Bay, but they're like Green Bay. There ain't nothing in Green Bay. There's there's Lambeau Field where the Packers play. There's like a Kmart, a Dick Sports kind of thing. It's it's <laughs> yeah. really a Denny's. There's like, you know, it's a real small community. So they're like, you know, if you need to, I guess, do a big barren land kind of thing, you can you can film in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. But um, so I guess he had to go back to Detroit and film for some things. Um, but no, it's, I hate to say it's a bad movie because honestly, I didn't hate it. I think the overreaction of people saying how great it is bothers me more. Um, because I saw lots of problems in this movie where I was just like, this ain't good. And I'll give it a prime example. So here's a spoiler. So if you have any intentions of watching this, I guess go watch it, then come back and listen to my complaint here. Um, but so dark side is the big bad of DC. He's their the biggest and their baddest. When they first do this flashback, which was in the original cut, it was Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets punked and he like drops the mother box, all three mother boxes, and they're on Earth, right? Um, and that's why to me it makes sense. Like, I mean, if I'm if I'm uh, Zack Snyder, I would be like, you know what? Let's keep this instead of what I was gonna do. Because what he did is he put Darkseid on here. So in his version, it isn't Steppenwolf, it's Darkseid. So your big bad, the one that everyone's supposed to be terrified, gets taken out by a bunch of DC jabronis uh, on here. Now you're going to tell me they're gods and whatever on this planet. I don't care. I don't know who any of these jabronis are. And they took him out like in two minutes. And he drops all his mother boxes and they carry him away and he goes away and, you know, never comes back for his, for his toys. Um, so your big bad just got whooped absolutely got whooped by a bunch of nobodies so now i'm supposed to be afraid like it it, it would have been more meaningful he comes and he whoops everybody's ass basically or it would make sense why you know like the justice league is a big deal because then they stop him right at the end right it would, it would make so much more sense to me but or why steppenwolf comes back you know to mess to clean up what he messed up years and years ago where he's trying to he messed up he left dark side's toys on this planet and the only way he can come back to his planet is he has to, he's got to clean up his mess kind of thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. But no, th- your big bag gets whooped. And then basically Evans is like, oh, dark side. We're scared of him. Why? He just got whooped by, by a bunch of nobodies in the first hour of the movie. I'm like, you know, not to compare to Marvel, but like they built Thanos up or, you know, <laughs> Dan- Thanos, you know, he kicks some ass before he got his ass whooped, you know? Yeah. So, and even, like- yeah, even when he came back, he still kicks some ass. Dark side, basically, I'm like, I'm not scared of this guy anymore. I just saw him get whipped by a bunch of guys I never heard of, kind of thing. So it'd be like uh you watching Agents of Shield and Thanos is there and somebody shoots Thanos and kills him and Agent is Agents of Shield, you know, some some side character in, in Marvel, you, get, you know. You get, you, get shot, you get shot in the arm and he's like, ooh, and you know what? 
Mm-mm. This plan ain't for me here. You know, I, yeah. I gotta go find some more of these stones here before I do anything here. Yeah, uh, I had a I had a big issue with that. Um, and the thing is, is of course he gets stabbed in the side. He's and they make it so graphic. It's like bleeding out. He's like, oh my god, he's like really dying. You know, and away everything too. Yeah, and then you have Steppenwolf, who is not even as powerful as him, and he's the bad guy, like the the henchman of the big bad. So it's like. If the big bad can get killed so easily and this henchman's not even as powerful as him, what are we even fighting here? You know, it's kind of like, eh. and then we know super if Superman was there from the beginning, he'd get his ass kicked instantly because as soon as Superman gets, you know, black suited up, which I actually like the black suit, that, that that's a positive. I do think he looks really cool in that suit. Um, really a referential subjects and everything. But uh, Superman there from the beginning, he would have just kicked Steppenwolf's ass instantly, I feel like. I don't think Steppenwolf I think Steppenwolf's a bitch, and I think that Dark Side in this movie is portrayed as a bitch too. I don't really see him as like a, a superior threat like I did with Thanos or even like some of the other villains in the Marvel universe that are like one movie villains, I feel like are even more powerful than these guys. Yeah. No, it's I don't know, man. There's there's a lot of questionable decisions. I, I mean I, I heard some I heard the studio still uh, meddled with some of the stuff when he was filming. Like he wanted to put the Green Lantern in this movie, yeah. and they said no because we're gonna make a Green Lantern movie. And he's like, when? And they wouldn't tell him. He's like, well, he's like, you know, why can't I do it? There's like, you know, three you can choose from. How about I do my own, and then you can do your own, basically. And they said no, so he got shut down for that, and that's why Martian Manhunter is in it. Um, in this movie is that that was supposed to be Green Lantern. Um, also, that's another complaint. Martian Manhunter. He's just uh, what? Just watching by from the sides, not doing anything. This he's in the, what three movies, right? That that general. He's in Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. He's in both of them, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. In this movie, you know, Earth. They're fighting for Earth, and he's just like, you know, it's my home planet. Uh, my planet's blown up. I'm just gonna watch this on the side. I ain't gonna, I'm gonna mess with this too much here. You know, granted, this guy is probably at next level below Superman, and he could probably really help. He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm just gonna watch this from 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 the curb here and uh see what goes down before I do anything, which, you know, it's else? pretty much just him putting as much as he feels like, I bet he feels like, Oh, I'm not going to get another shot at DC again, or at least not for a long time. So put everything I want to put into it, you know, even if it doesn't quite make sense, it might be a cool visual. You know, I didn't really love the G on him. He looked okay, I guess, but it looked a little PS three PS four early PS four, you know, um, I did like the little, Green Lantern reference when they slice the dude's finger off and the ring just goes to that big like that scene was pretty cool. That felt like 300 like a 20 minutes version of 300 with superhero character. kind of. You know what I mean? That whole scene. You know, I mean, I remember hearing the rumors, too, because they gave him another like 80 million dollars to finish this movie. And all it really was is because they filmed it and they just didn't do the CG. So basically that all that money went into like CG and up everything because this movie is mostly green screen. Um, but that isn't a complaint. Um, I, I would have think it'd been great uh, for the reshoots if they could just put even Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern in there for a minute. That would have been like, oh, that's kind of cool. Or even Shazam. Like, why? Why? Like, that would have been a great post credit scene, in my opinion, basically kind of like maybe recruiting them, like continuing to recruit um, the Justice League. You know, like, I don't know. To me, like, that would have been a, like a better me you know whatever uh, couch uh quarterbacking here but i would have liked to see him down basically you know i like yeah. shazam and i i know people hate green lantern i i wasn't the best movie in my eyes but like you know you could have done a little bit of redemption there 
in what yeah. probably a, a 30 second cameo. It been it would have been more meaningful than uh continue to build the Justice League Batman kind of thing. And I'm gonna fly away like Marsh Manhunter got so yeah, and um I do I I know we're being very de- negative on this movie. I do think it's cool and I I did enjoy the movie. I, I do feel like it's a very else worlds. If I take my mind off this is the DCEU and I just imagine it as an else worlds graphic novel. You know, like you just had a graphic novel that said Zack Snyder's Justice League. This is his storyline. Okay, this is not the DC I per- personally would like want to see, right? But I don't mind reading an Elseworlds storyline. And I do think the direction DC is so messy that they're doing multiverse. So like, screw it, we're just doing multiverse now. So I am expecting some cool movies because they can do whatever story they want to do. So I don't mind that. But uh, I did not uh, like parts of this movie and I like parts of it. I think it's just kind of like a middle of the road superhero movie for me. And like I said, I think it's a little too bloated. And also, I did not like the nightmare scene at all. I know a lot of people liked it. I, I kind of hated it, honestly. I, I thought the Joker sucked. I thought the back and forth between them two was very cringy. I, I just don't like Jared Leto that much. I think that's mostly why. But uh, I know you like the nightmare scene. So, yeah, you know, and I was to me, it was a much better Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, it, as a it was. It was. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, Um, I, I, I guess the only reason I kind of like it is because, you know, it was the injustice. It seemed like they were setting up injustice. That's true. And I was like, you know, I didn't like this Justice League movie I saw. But the idea of doing an injustice, I think it would have been perfect for Zack Snyder, if that's what he's going for. Because it seems like that's right in his wheelhouse um, for a story arc that they're going to try to do. But, yeah, you know, it's not going to happen now. I mean, you shouldn't say never say never. I, I could see him coming back and them just saying, hey, whatever, do your thing. But, I don't know. It's... I I feel as if there was a lot of uh, I don't know it it wasn't my favorite I I, I shouldn't say I hated the movie because at first I'm like you know what that was better but it, it still also wasn't great because I still have my complaints about the movie I, I I agree Barry is better Barry Allen is a much better character in this one same thing with Cyborg um but I don't know it, there is some like it definitely felt like it could have been a three hour movie or would have been better if it was episodic. And like it, I, yeah, yeah, you could have done this something too. Cause they, they set it up in chapters where I think it would have been better off if you did like a four part one hour, you know, episodes or whatever, and just have, you can give people the choice of watching all the way through, or you can, you know, take your time, you know, um, and you can either Netflix it or you can watch it all binge it one day, or you can just take your time and it probably would have been a much better experience, but, it's still to me. Uh, I, I saw. I remember seeing. Remember seeing people say like, "This movie did what Marvel did in ten years." I'm like, no. It, Marvel. It seems like Marvel is way, way smarter with what how they laid out their their plans and everything too. This one was a rushed. I don't want to say mess, but it was definitely a like. Uh, mm, I, I don't care still for everybody in this movie. You know, you did like I said, you did a better job. Uh, with cyborg and everything, and it's just interesting that his dad is the guy from Terminator Two. Um, yeah, the guy who sets the problem. <laughs> that day too. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, it, but I don't know. It still, still not my thing, and I don't think I would ever watch it again. Compared to the Marvel movies, like I know that's a drag. That that movie Snyder Cut is a drag. Where where even like I like long movies, like Lord of the Rings. I'll watch Return of the King for four hours. 
I'll order me a pizza or anything. That that to me doesn't isn't like a drag to me. This one is because it seems like it's rushed. And I don't know. It's uh there's there's things I like about it because I, I actually like Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh uh, I, I, and and Cavill. I like I like Henry Cavill a lot as Superman, where I want him to at least get some kind of redemption. You know, like it seems like uh, you got the short end of the I don't see a short end of the stick, but Jeez, uh, he, I, I he think... was way better in this one, though. I feel like in the reshoots and the way they do him here, he feels more like he doesn't feel like happy-go-lucky Superman at all. He feels more like the mythical god Superman they kind of set up in Man of Steel. But I feel like they do pay him off. Oops, with that last scene with him opening up and seeing the black suit underneath, I feel like he did have a couple of good to great moments in here. But there is a couple of choices that they changed from the Joss Whedon cut that I actually think is a little better for Superman as a character because Joss Whedon did bring a little bit more of that boy wonder feel in the original cut. And they kind of, of course, he didn't use any of that footage. So he's just still the mythical God character, which is okay. But you, I kind of miss the Clarkness of him. He's not very Clarky. You know what I mean? He's more just, I'm Superman, the ultimate being, you know? So yeah, I do agree with you that they didn't really do him right. No, and there they, are great, there are great Superman scenes. You're right. Yeah, there's, there's especially that scene. scene, the scene where he flies up above the 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 Earth and looks down and it, like awesome Starts, setting. Yeah, that, that was. Up. It's like, guys, go get ready. I gotta go charge up the batteries. I'll be right back here. That that, that scene's great. Yeah, no. like I got chills on that scene. Like that that was an awesome scene. Like this movie, visually has some awesome moments of visual awesome, crazy awesome things. Even though it's four three, which that's a, that's something that's weird to me, but um, I think that the thing with Zack Snyder, he always when he writes his own stories, they're always kind of convoluted like this, but they always look really pretty. You know, I do think he did a really good job with like the way it looks for the most part. There's a couple of janky things said, like Manhunter kind of looks a little weird. I and, I hate how Barry runs. I absolutely hate how he runs in the <laughs> finger point. Run finger point. I hate how he runs. It's like nobody runs like this. I get it. He's faster than anybody. But I hate how he runs. You know, like <laughs> uh, like you said, like uh, the giant goober running for something. Like, it doesn't look right. You know, like but it's his decision, right? For um, yeah. It's just it's I don't know. Not my thing, I guess. So okay. Well, the thing about Marvel, right? You don't need to know any prior knowledge going into Marvel starting at the beginning, right? You don't really need having the knowledge is good because we can make theories like, oh, this connects to this and this and that. But you don't need to know anything. But in this movie, they expect you to know so much. Like you see Barry Allen and then he does that awesome scene. I, I think that scene's really cool. It feels like it's out of a Flash movie. Why, why not just make a Flash movie first to introduce him like Marvel would have done, you know, I'm just saying. But I love how his shoes like melts off his feet as he turns and then he melts the glass with his finger. And, you know, that's so cool. That's an awesome flash moment. But then there's Iris West there. But nobody knows who Iris West is if you don't know the flash. Like I, I knew who she was because I've read the comics and I watched the TV show. And, you know, I've seen animated features. I've seen all that stuff. I know who the who Iris West is. But the person watching is like, oh, it's just some random chick. Like, who is that chick? You know, it's not going to be as he saved somebody random, some random chick that he kind of made eyes to, you know, that's all you mm -hmm. you see. And uh, with Marvel, they would have had a flash movie where they had some back and forth 
here and there, and then he would have saved her. You know what I mean? Like there would have been a more through line there. Here you just kind of like, oh, he just saved some random chick. That's cool. He's a hero. You know what I mean? Um, well, Wonder Woman does like more damage than the bank robbers does in her <laughs> scene too. Oh, he she she slams like three dudes against the wall, breaks their neck. There's like blood splatters, and then that last dude, she just melts him. She just explodes him. She's just like. Yeah. Dude, property, the pro- yeah, the, not only that, the property damage basically she like blows out like the <laughs> yeah. whole wall basically. And so like she comes to the place, does way more damage than the bank robbers, and she could have probably stopped it, but whatever. It's I'll give you this: the action for that. I I I should have maybe rewatched the weeding cut, but I didn't want to. Um, I rewatched that scene. I rewatched that scene, and it's is it faster? It, Seems it's, like it's faster. Than the they cut, cut in the Snyder cut. It's faster, but they add more footage to flesh it out a little bit more and like the way she like blocks the bullets douche 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 like that 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 is like way more snappy and it's edited just a little better in the it just edited better altogether like it really feels more like the characters have more momentum in that scene because like if you watch the joss whedon cut she feels almost rubbery like things are bouncing off her because she's like rubberized around in this way they actually edit it and like use the cg and they put they obviously reanimated her a bit too. Um, it just looks a lot better. And it's, it's, that's an awesome scene. I think she does kick ass. Um, she's killing people left and right, which I don't think she would really ever do in the comic. But in this, it's like I said, it's an Elseworlds thing. She's killing people. Okay. You know, but uh, it's just it, 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 the last dude's there, dude, like literally just on his knees and she just blows him up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. But uh, I do think the scene itself looks a lot better. And uh, Jason Moore always has an excuse to take his shirt off. I'm going to go back in the water, so let me just take this shirt off and I'm going to leave it on the beach. Where do you yeah. get these shirts from? Where do you get these shirts from? You come back from the beach, you got a shirt. Where do you, where do you get that? <laughs> and then they had that freaking like three minutes of the people just singing really bad. Like, yeah, you can cut that for, out. Yeah, you, you, that doesn't need to be in there. It's like, oh, 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 and I'm like, I look at my phone because I'm like, okay, whatever. And then it's like still going. And I'm like, why is this still going? And then she picks the shirt up super slow. I was like, she's going to sniff the shirt, isn't she? And she sniffs it and she looks so longingly at the water. I'm like, oh my God, no, this did not need to be in here. This like daytime soap stuff could just go. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's way less broy. He's way less broy. Like in the Josh Weedle one, he's very, very broy. And this one, he's yeah. very, the only thing broy was the only line was like, my man. It was the only, the only scene, but um, that was in the original movie, basically, where I, and maybe, maybe Whedon saw that. And he's like, you know what? Let's make him broy because it felt like that to me. The whole yeah. the whole weeding cut. And this one very much he's very serious the entire time until that scene where he's having fun with all these people. So Yeah, I do but. okay. I do think the movie makes more sense. I do think the characters are built out better. I just think his vision generally was a little messy. But I do think biggest props is the cyborg stuff. I think that it was stupid for them to cut it out of the original. That that is probably like the most footage that got added back in is all that cyborg storyline. That dude actually got to act. Like I feel like in the other movie, all he said was "booyah," and that's it. In the Joss Whedon cut, like I literally just said "booyah," and that's it. And here he has like a really tragic storyline. You actually get to see the cyborg storyline, which is really good. I think they did a good job with that. Um, he is a a little weird. He makes some kind of weird choices here and there, but I do think it's great that they added that back in there. You know, the, here's another complaint. When Barry could be like helping everyone run out of that tower, and he's like, "Come on, help!" He's just like running up and down, basically. Yeah, he's not, uh, like grab somebody, run them out, basically. You can like everyone's like trying to escort these people up and down these stairs. But that should just been like Barry's job. He said, like, you know, Bruce should have been like, "Barry, get everyone out of here now," and he could just been like, 
zip, 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 like hold on for a second and take care of him. Why yeah. is why was he just like running up and down the stairs? Like, come on, people, go fast, go faster, go faster. I, I had that problem too because he said that to them, and then like I expected them to be out in like a second. That, that's like a five minute scene where they're trying to get these people out of there. I'm like, why are they still trying to get people out when he can pick people up and run super fast? Like, I, I, they're not using him. Yeah, and then why did he push Wonder Woman's sword with his finger? Like it was almost purposeless. You know what I mean? Well, well, it was getting away from her and she needed it really quickly. She was reaching for it and he just, you know, give it that little bit of push so she could grab it right in time kind of thing. That's all it really yeah. was. I know, but it was eh. an excuse to try to do it was an excuse to try to do slow mo uh, to show speed. They're trying to do their own version of Quicksilver. Quicksilver yeah. Yeah. So. They did. They did a lot of slow mo in this movie, too. He loves slow mo. You know, he loves his high speed cameras just by watching this movie. <clears throat> but OK. Um, I don't do ratings too often, but what do you give this movie out of ten? Uh, six out of ten. Yeah, I, it, I'm. It, I, I know I'm making it sound way worse than it is. It's not a bad movie, and I know when people hear that, they probably think you know. When you, I think we're so trained now to seeing when you hear the, oh, it's it's not like the eight is kind of the like, okay standard that's been set for video games now. Like, oh yeah, an eight. Ooh. Ooh, it's not quite, you know, maybe it was a nine kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But an eight is actually really, really good. You know, an, an eight is like a B kind of thing, you know? Yeah. This is very much C. Like, you know, if I was going to give it like a letter kind of great, it was very much, I, I had fun watching it. Probably will never watch it again. Um, unless they give me some excuse, like we're going to do a whatever Injustice movie. I'm probably never going to watch it again because I hate the story. I hate the whole buildup. And I, I really don't like some of these moments, like the whole dark side getting his ass whooped kind of thing. So, um, kind yeah, of a deal, deal breaker that, that whole dark side thing is kind of a deal breaker to me too. Uh, for me, I would say it's about a seven ish. Um, I think that the visuals really make up a lot for me. I, I do like a lot of the s- cinematic storytelling. I like that it's not gray and washed out like ba- uh, Batman V Superman was. I do think they do have a, really nice color palette in this movie. I know it's kind of still muted, but they do accentuate the colors when it's needed in great places, especially like when you see like all of them together fighting, I feel like they pop so well. I feel like they did a really good job with that. And altogether, I enjoyed my watch. I mean, I, you guys heard my complaints. Uh, there's this and that, that I, that I don't like about it. Uh, I don't think it's the second coming of superhero movies. And I don't think it's, I think there's probably a few Marvel movies that are worse than it, but there's not many that it's better, you know, that it's better than, you know? So, I mean, maybe like Thor two is a little worse than this, you know, a couple of those, maybe um, for me, incredible Hulk is meh to me. I know you like incredible Hulks, but you know, like a couple of movies in the MCU out of like 25 or whatever it is now um, are, are worse than it. But uh, yeah, it's it's not the worst DC movie, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's not the worst. It's I would say it's one of the better DC movies. I do I like uh, Birds of Prey a little more just because it's so fun, even though the movie's kind of cheesy. Uh, but actually, I, I think I like this better than Birds of Prey. I did not like Birds of Prey. And I know nothing, you know. nothing against Marco Robbie, but it's 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 better than Suicide Squad. I'll give it that too. I did not like Suicide Squad. That, that movie, the train wreck. Um, and it's better than Batman vs Superman. But I do like Batman vs Superman in spots. I think there's just some weird choices they make towards the end of that movie that kind of kill it for me. But I'll disagree. I'll say man, uh, Batman vs Superman's better. It's not as long of a drag as this yeah. one is. And I, uh, Batman vs Superman, there's some like 
despite I know all the problems with it. I do. But there's some like really cool visual things where I'm like willing to accept the bad. Uh, I'm willing to accept the, the what's it called? Martha. Uh, Martha. <laughs> I'm willing to accept the, um, what else is the other thing? It's, I, I, you didn't need Doomsday. You no. don't need Wonder Woman at all. It would have just been a way more interesting story if you really just focused on the two characters. I understand mm-hmm. what they were doing. They were rushing to a Justice League thing. You just didn't need it for the story. And I think it would have been a better off movie for it. Um, but whatever, when you're trying to play catch up, right? So, I mean, we've, you you've probably read dark Knight returns like the the original frank miller story with batman versus superman that that was based off of that movie that movie they had the animated movie that's why i said movie but the the comic itself is all batman and superman with all the political has a lot more political intrigue i think if they included a little more of that in there too like superman is kind of like for america for you know all that stuff and then batman's kind of like well, the government is, you know, hiding all the stuff and doesn't agree. Like they have like a little more politically lined like differences because here Bat- in that movie, my complaint with that one is Batman just hates Superman because he destroys this town, the city. And it kind of was an allegory for 9-11. I think they did pretty good with that. But yeah, anyway, we don't need to get too much into that movie. But uh, I do think <laughs> do what you see here, you know, I know pretty much. Over- over the whole Snyderverse. We're reviewing the whole Snyderverse here. Start. Let's go back to Man of Steel here. My biggest complaint for Man vs. Steel is he lets his dad die. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Where he's just like, no son, let me get hit by a tornado. Why? 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 Yeah. It, it would have been, been a great, like, first time reveal that there's a Superman, right? To me, like, that would have been, like, the perfect, you know, and I get it because he, I don't know. I Actually, I don't get it. I think it's incredibly stupid that he lets his father die completely stupid that he lets his father die but whatever there's always like one thing and at least there's always like one or two things that really bothers me about a Zack snyder movie where there's all this great stuff but then i'm like why'd you do that why'd you do that that was stupid but whatever it's not my vision it says so yeah i mean we're being critical i mean we could do the same thing with marvel because me and you are both huge marvel fans we could sit down and nitpick little things but there are like huge plot holes in some of these movies, especially Justice League, which, like you said, the just the dark side stuff. And then, anyway, like I said, about a seven, just because I like how it looked. Um, probably never going to watch it again, just like you. But um, I enjoy the discourse, but I do think people overhype it a lot. So I, I agree with that sentiment as well. Mm-hmm. So there's some Mar- Marvel shows going on. How are you liking them so far? We got WandaVision the whole season. Falcons going on right now. We're on episode four. Just came out. How are you liking them? Uh, I love it, man. It's my Friday, my Friday jam. You know, I need my stories. And right now I don't have much like television that's hooking me at the moment. This is the only thing that's gotten me like hooked um, where WandaVision was great. Where I, I, I see some people saying, you know, like Falcon isn't hooking them like it did Wanda. Or I think the reason why with that. And this is just what I think for right for people why it's like that because there was a lot of great uh, rumors and speculation where everyone's like, "Oh, Mysterio, that only makes more sense." You know, that only makes so much more sense where people were like all betting on who's going to be here, who's going to be the special. You know, and in their fault, they kind of Paul uh, Ball Bentley 
kind of teased it himself where they're saying, oh, there's going to be like a Luke Skywalker like moment for. Um, they're kind of sent kind of to by the end. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they kind of set it up a little bit where they were in at the end, there was none of that. So there's all the speculation in over nine episodes where like something's going to happen here and everyone's trying to guess what it is. Um, and I feel with Falcon Warrior Soldier, there's none of that. It's just way more action. So if you like an action movie, like, uh, like Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman, WandaVision is very much a story of grief. And yeah. um, this is not that. This is very much, uh, well, there's there's a couple different side stories going on with Bucky and with Falcons, you know, or and Sam's story. Um, it's very interesting to me. But, and I, I said, I don't know. I love the action for this. Um, I love that they brought back Baron Zemo. I think he's one of the more underrated villains that uh, uh, Marvel's ever had. And I don't know. It's, uh, I love the whole, the whole thing. I know that just, there just isn't that who's going to do what kind of thing at the moment. There's no There's cliffhangers just... really there. Actually, I think I won't, I won't really spoil too much here. We're going to be very vague, but at the season episode four, there is a cliffhanger. There's a pretty good one too. I wanted to see what happens next for this, ep- you know? Mm-hmm. No, it was uh, that last episode, man, where uh, definitely it had a great beginning and a fantastic ending. We're like, damn, that was a, uh, that was a That's violent something. ending right there. You know, it yeah, was yeah. Uh, uh, just the visual of that last scene, basically where it's just like, I'm going to spoil the ending here, Josh, because it's hard not to not talk about it. There's timestamps in the description. Uh, if you guys want to skip them, I'll put timestamps. There's, there's a great setup in the early part of the episode about one of the guys from the flag smashers, how he said he grew up idolizing captain America and that sh- like that shield meaning something basically at heart. And then you got new captain America killing him with that shield basically so like you know it was this great moment of like him like saying like yeah that guy was kind of like my idol now he's being killed by his idol but you know it's not steve rogers it's yeah. just it's a cap but it's kind of like i don't know that's they they thing. hold it they hold the shield from the very first episode of this the shield is this mythological i the symbol of just freedom and hope you know and you know they they keep pointing that out almost too much i would say like they keep saying well the shield's sacred or you know people say no we should destroy the shield because it's too 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 big of an image you know what i mean a couple of people have said that including uh falcon and all the time you keep hearing this it's in your head that oh the shield is like this amazing mythical thing and then he's just using it for evil basically just killing somebody in cold blood crazy well it's also the superhero serum right that's running through his veins right now um it's you know it's it's an exaggeration for steroids where they always say with like steroids kind of thing it's like if an if you're like a jerk it makes you an asshole if you're an asshole you're even bigger asshole kind of thing on like with steroids it's kind of what it it accentuates everything it makes everything bigger and more livelier with steroids so that's kind of what what's going on here um and this isn't my original idea but i saw this pointed out online uh after that last episode the scene in civil war where Cap or Cap is fighting, you know, Iron Man, and eventually at the very end, he's taking the shield and he's smashing it into Tony, but he he does not kill Tony. He can kill Tony, but he doesn't. He only he stops basically just depowers him. That's it. He de- takes out the little reactor in his chest just to stop Tony because he can control himself. Yep. John can't. John Walker can't. Basically, he mm-hmm. goes. That's the, that's the difference between Steve, who Steve Rogers, Captain America is, and who John Walker is because. And there's great storytelling. This is 
why I'm a huge fan of Marvel because they don't forget the people who are up top, they know what's going on. Like they have everything planned from the beginning to the end where they are so smart. There's a moment in the first Captain America movie where the doctor's talking to Steve and he's like, you know, don't be, don't be a good soldier. Be a good man. Uh, you know, kind of thing. Do whatever it's, whatever happens, do not let it change you. Stay who you are. Kind of thing. It's like, promise me you stay who you are. And uh, don't be the perfect soldier. He's like, don't be the perfect soldier. Be the good man. Mm-hmm. And they start off the first episode with John Walker when he gets introduced, episode two, that he is the perfect soldier. They've established that, that he's like a three time Medal of Honor, you know, award winner. He was a high school athlete, you know, so many tours of duty and blah, 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 people saved and everything. So he's the, He's the, he's essentially the person they did not want or the doctor did not want, basically. Pretty and much. I just think I'm like, that is so smart that you can trigger something all the way back to what two thousand nine or ten when yeah. the Captain America movie came out. And then you're still continuing this story going on. That's so smart. That you know, uh, I'm blowing smoke up Marvel's ass here, but that is the care that I love, you know, care and devotion going into that attention to detail that you just don't get like anywhere else in my opinion right now so i don't know people try they do try they do they try to build those universes because marvel did it so well that yeah it, and the thing is is that you see in game you're sitting there like okay what can they do next and they're following up in game which and they're actually making it interesting and they're com- continuing to build the universe on top of this you know basically world ending five years you know it's crazy i love and, it and you, know, you know what they're gonna do they're gonna make you like now care for John Walker after hating his guts. They're gonna make you care for him because they yeah. kind of started that in that episode too, where he shows them like talking to his girlfriend or wife. I, I can't remember exactly. I think it's just his girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, and he's basically saying like, you know, like this is a lot of pressure to take on that mantle of Captain America. You know, kind of thing where he's like, you know, they know they they're gonna come back to that because that's how smart Marvel is. They're not just gonna make this guy be awful. He he does a bad thing, but it's gonna be one of those things where. I don't know. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a reward for it, basically, where you're gonna hate this guy and you're gonna end up loving him at the end, kind of yeah. thing. He's gonna be and, an anti anti hero, basically, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love to it, and I wouldn't, I would not uh, put it past them. Um, but I, I love to see a Thunderbolts like movie or television show going forward with just like a bunch of anti heroes or villains that they have no choice to use, and you know, and him being part of it. Granted, I think he's never been a part of the Thunderbolts. But Marvel can also just, you know, change things here and there um, to make it work. And like, I think he was part of West Coast Adventures. Um, yeah. But but it's eventually I, I see something them not just killing him off. I, I imagine there's going to be like, I don't know. He's doing a good job. Um, Kurt Russell's son. I'm trying to I'm trying to blank on his name. Um, I don't I'm not sure what his name is, but yeah, that's his son. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Kurt Russell, yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, I'm enjoying it, too. Um, WandaVision and this show is like completely different too, which I I liked a lot. WandaVision, we have this we kind of a side story, really. I mean, I know it's building towards stuff in the future, but it kind of is like I I, I like to think of these movies in comic book terms too, because they are kind of serialized like comic books, especially with the TV shows. So this is basically you get the run up to a big event and then you get a WandaVision book that's like eight you know, issues or nine issues, I guess, you know what I mean? That's kind of what it felt like. And then of course they take little nuggets from that in the future and use it for other things, which is really cool. It builds like I did care about Wanda and I did care about vision when I went into the show, but after the show, it really like 
cemented my love for these characters that are kind of just side characters, which is really cool because they give these characters moments to shine. And now in Falcon and Winter Soldiers, like Falcon did stuff in the other movies, but he usually just showed up and like flapped his wings a bit and then fought for a bit. And then he almost died in one, one movie and stuff. But he's just there for like 20 minutes, maybe 15 minutes at a time here. We get to see his family. We get to see, you know, just his pathos. What is the pathos, right? Yeah. Like his, his, his opinion on the world get to see from his viewpoint. We get to see Bucky getting, becoming the white wolf and learning about the world and trying to survive in the world. And we, it, it's an interesting story. They actually, this, this movie, I keep saying movie, this TV show is pretty much captain America Four. it really oh. is. Yeah, the, the, the only cherry on the top, which like I'd be so happy ain't going to happen, though. I mean, I mean, my my dream would be like, OK, Chris Evans comes back and he's like, I got I to gotta put this guy. I was uh, you know, give me back that shield here for a minute here. Ain't going to happen. Uh, you know, you you run amok, <laughs> Captain America. But, let, let you know, let me put you in your place here for a second. I would I would pop, but that ain't going to happen. Um, no, Dude, it's I, uh, that last episode. You know, it's going to happen. It's going to be near the end of the episode. And he's going to be in the museum holding the shield because he gets the shield back, of course, Falcon. And you're going to just hear the voice. He's going to say, you know, what's, what's the Falcon's real name? I can't think of it right now. Sam Wilson. Sam. Yeah, he's going to. Yeah. You're just going to hear Sam. I gave you that shield for a reason. And you're going to see Chris Evans for just one leg, like little speech. And that's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At the end, it's going to be so good. Uh, this is why I like them, like the MCU, though, man. Like they they build it and they build and they build and they build and they build and they think it through. Which... And they reward you, and they reward you if you're paying attention the entire time. Like if you started off with Iron Man, you know, back in 2008, they there's a payoff for it. You know, there's a payoff for everything, even mm-hmm. the stuff like they, they kind of course corrected things over the time. Like I'm not the biggest fan of Avengers two, um, but yeah. it seems like they kind of course correct some mistakes in Captain America when uh, Civil War. They kind of like okay, this is like Avengers 2.5 kind of thing yeah. where they, they they knew something wasn't right there, so they they made changes to fix. The and the thing is, kind of, yeah. what I loved even more is they called back to Avengers 2, which is probably the weakest Avengers movie. Actually, it definitely is in WandaVision. And they mm-hmm. called back to the moments in that movie and they referenced that stuff. And it's a payoff for the movie, even though the movie's not, it has good moments. It's just kind of, ha- it has its issues. But it could have been better. It could have been, been better. Yeah, that, that's, that's true. But they, all the emotional impact moments they make them matter in a series a tv series like 10 15 movies later you know what i mean they make those mo- emotional moments in avengers 2 matter a little bit more they did the same thing with thor 2 for what in end game in game you see a little bit of thor 2 and now when you go back to watch thor 2 you get that those little gaps that they fill in in end game it makes that movie even better you know what i mean so all mm-hmm. the movies that had a little nitpicky or a little issues with them like those two movies specifically they will revisit the themes and the the thing, the storylines from that and make them better like later down the line. I just love it. No doubt. Huh? No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No, right. I, no, it's just one of those things, man. It's, it's smart. Uh, I look forward to more coming out. Loki being next and then Hawkeye and um, I'm, I'm excited yeah, for Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel Black, Black Widow, you yeah. know, been holding on for that forever. Um, it's I I'm all about it, man. Like I might pay the $30 for black widow just so I can watch it again. You know, like I'll, I'll have a buddy come over and maybe I'll have a few friends even come over. where just all chip in, get it because with having a Disney plus, I, I can, if I really like it, I can check it out again. I'm not a fan of how, how taskmaster looks, uh, but 
I'm, I'm trusting Marvel at this point. So I want to see him in motion. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll be vaccinated by then. So I'm probably going to go see it in the theater. I think, I think this will be one of the, this movie and uh, fast nine. I'm just going to go see in the theater. Cause I'll be vaccinated. Of course, I'll still take the mask precautions, all that stuff you're supposed to do. But, um, yeah, I think that I'll feel comfortable enough to sit in the theater and watch that and, and fast nine, which is a totally different story. And, uh, you know, yeah. my only complaint for that, or my only counter to that for me, Josh, is that I got Invisalign and I love my corn and I love my Reese's pieces. The problem is once <laughs> you eat, once you eat, uh, so I have to take these, you know, plastic braces out of my mouth when I eat and then I have to brush my teeth. And then, but like, so if I go see it in a theater, uh, I got to, I can't, I, I, ain't, I ain't taking a break. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there the whole time through. So if it's like a two hour movie, I'm like, Hmm. Uh, like I don't, <laughs> I'm gonna have these gunk in my mouth. Basically, where if I can watch it at home, I'm like, oh, hold on, let's pause this for about five minutes here so I can go clean my teeth there, and I'll be right back. Yeah, thing, I, so. I might. I don't know. I say I might go see that in the theater, but I might just be lazy and watch it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be in your family, so maybe I'll have a movie party with my family and watch that. But definitely excited to watch it either way. And uh, yeah, the, MCU just is, keeps on killing it, man. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you playing any games lately? Um, nothing's really holding my attention right now, Josh. Um, I'll, I'll say this: Wind Waker's pulling me in a little bit. I'm, you know, I, I beat it years ago. I beat it before the HD version came out, and I'm actually having a good time playing that. So, if anything's hooking right now, it's Wind Waker, which is shameless plug for the Cartridge Club, uh, which is their game of the month for this month. Um, but literally, man, for like the last month and a half man there's nothing like grabbing my attention nothing i'm, I'm just like yeah. just just playing one or two things for like an hour but i ain't getting those long game sessions in like that you know you like having you know where you, you burn you lose like four or five hours like damn that went by quick i haven't had that in a long time or um just nothing like after an hour i'm burnt out of playing a game and i don't know it's nothing's nothing's holding my attention so might just be kind of the time of year too. I don't know, but I'm in the same mindset. Uh, the last game I keep it doesn't. It's not even been that long ago, but the last game that did hold my attention all the way through was Undertale. But mm. I was kind of playing that for a podcast, so I'm like, I'm gonna sit here and play it. I don't know if I would have actually like did that otherwise. You know, I probably would have still beat it, but it, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna sit here and have this session. I carved out some time. I'm like, I'm just gonna beat this game today, but. If it wasn't for a podcast, I don't know if I would have done that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I might have just played like an hour and then played another hour another time. But yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I'm always I have a Minecraft world that I've been work building for like a few years. Um, I I will never show this Minecraft world to anybody. It's just for me. But uh, I've been playing it and uh, I'll play that for 30 minutes. I'll do like a couple tasks and turn it off. I'll go and I'll play Call of Duty, a couple matches, turn it off. You know, I'll go and just. What's on the PS5? Okay, what do I got? What can I download? Okay, I'll download a few things. I'll jump into each for like 30 minutes and then turn it off. You know, I don't know. I, I can't focus either. So my only thing holding me back, I think, too, I don't see my only thing, but it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, I also don't want to get sucked into a game too much at the moment because Resident Evil 8 or Village is coming out at the end of this month. And so is uh, near. Um, it's basically the remake of the first near replicant, right? Replicant. Yep, near replicant. Thank you. Um, where they're coming out within a couple of weeks of each other. Where I'm like, these are games I really want to play. 
and I'm not I, I'm not too much of a day one purchaser for video games, but these two games will be day one purchases for me. Um, so I'm kind of holding back a little bit on that too, where I don't get sucked into a long game, but it's 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 a little dry at the moment. I I don't know. I man, it's it's just I don't know. It's first world problem, but it's very very much so. The uh, nothing's grabbing me, and I I, I don't want to go. I don't even want to fire up something because there's nothing grabbing my attention that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and here I got that PlayStation five and you know, I, I was playing mortal Kombat, and it's fine, but it's not, it's not hooking me, you know, and I beat Spider-Man. So it's kind of like, yeah, and I, I, I can play these new, uh, these PlayStation plus games. I can, um, the only thing I'm like debating on doing right now. And, and this is also, I guess, subject, uh, continuation here is like, I'm debating, like, Firing, continuing pushing my save over from my PS4 to my PS5, and playing Days Gone again, doing the new game plus because uh, I haven't got the trophies for that. So um, I already platinum Days Gone. I love that game, and I've said it before: best eight out of ten of my life. And mm-hmm. it's it's I I keep thinking about that game. That's what makes me come on, come back to that game. And I know it's got a PlayStation Five patch where it's you know 4K 60 frames per second, and I'm like, you know, I keep thinking about that game. And how much fun it was just to take down these giant hordes, and I want to do that again, um, with a so, buttery smooth sixty and mm-hmm. being all pretty. Yeah, I, I I had such a good time. That's why I platinum it because I was like, this is great. I'm going to keep doing this because this world is big, and there's so much stuff to do. I want to see everything, and I did see everything. And there's still like it seems like there's more, and it makes me want to just do the new game plus because I'm like, you know, I can go back in that world and just. Mess around. I got my little Dave's uh, what's called the Death Stranding motorcycle. With uh, the baby, BB. With, my, with BB in my gas tank. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, I just want to go back to that world. I had such a good time. And it's a real shame. It's for what the, the rumors of you to believe the rumors that they won't be or the proposed pitch for Days Gone Two was turned down back in 2019. Yeah, and that's ah man, it's it really is disappointing hearing that. Um, if if the rumors are to believe to be true, and I I kind of believe them, um, because it was just one of those games that did not get the recognition that most of these other Sony games, these IPs, and are getting. Like even Ghost was Ghost of Tsushima was a big hit where it was well received and critically and story wise, where they're gonna make a movie. Where Days Gone definitely felt like it was trying to be last of us when it yeah. shouldn't have been it really it, it was definitely trying to go for it but like not to throw shame on the actors but the acting isn't on par where if it would have went for maybe more of a less serious tone it probably would have been received better yeah um, I see what you mean not 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 even for comedy so much but like it seems like they really try to go for that really really sad sad world of the last of us which I mean, I love it. It works great for Last of Us, but that's because that world is like deep, dark, and the acting is amazing. Days Gone, it's so much fun, and it doesn't made the fun and the seriousness don't mix. Um, yeah. There's also a lot of clutter in that game. Where like uh, it, to me, it takes about ugh, it's about a 30, 35 hour game, and it takes really about 15, 18 hours before it gets good. And but once it gets good, I know it's a hard sell. Once it gets good, it's fucking great it's so fucking great and it just they needed to cut off like 15 hours at the beginning of this game just to speed it up you're so underpowered in the beginning part of this game but once you're at that right amount of power it's so much fun to play it's 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 the best payoff ever so 
don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I did play. I think I played like four hours of this game uh, when, on the PS5 with the new frame rate and everything. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine, but I didn't get to that part where you're talking about or it's like you feel like a badass because I kept dying like super quick and felt like I had to drive a long time. I don't know. I just didn't really it didn't really grab me, Dude, but you I run out of, you run out of gas so quick. Yeah, exactly. you, have, you have like no ammo. You're like your weapons are trash. But once you start getting like these fully automatic machine guns and you get the gas tank where you can drive around like the whole map, but not have to worry about getting gas ever. It's yeah. a different game, man. Once, once you can just like go and wreck shop and take out these hordes that is thousands and thousands of zombies in it. It's so much fun. I'm telling so, you. So if they had a sequel where it started there, Mm-hmm. where you're powered up you know and then they just built off of that that would have probably been like way better right well they don't really make you go into the hordes into about 20 hours in the game yeah so and, and that's like the big marketing thing for this game was showing you off i remember that e3 trailer where it's like trying to escape this barn and everything and that like i said that's not to like 20 hours in the game if you see a horde you just keep going because you are done you have no chance at the first like 15 20 hours of that game you have no chance whatsoever unless you're somebody who has no life and just you want to <laughs> dedicate yourself to doing that but but until that point you know and once you get to that point where you're just you're strong enough you can survive maybe you have a diff- enough stamina or you know you know tire out so quickly you know it's you got this generic that's what it feels like a very generic last of us game yeah. and once <laughs> once you like you don't worry about that you just go and clean out stuff man game changer it were and the best I could say is um, that first Uncharted wasn't a banger in my eyes. Like, I wasn't sold on Uncharted until Uncharted 2. When Uncharted yeah. 2 came out, I'm like, all right, you got my attention here. Um, where, like, if, if Uncharted 1 was its own thing, I, I could see it just being like a dead franchise for them, but they stuck with it. And then, I don't know, maybe may just got better rece- reception coming back on the PS3, but. No, I, I mean, I know Uncharted 1. I liked Uncharted 1. I, I liked it because of how pretty it was and the gameplay and the story was okay. You know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. two like blew, blew me away. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, well, what speaking of rumors and speaking of Naughty Dog Uncharted, what do you think about this Last of Us remake situation? This idea that they're going to take the first game and remake it for PS5. I, I, I do think that's going to happen. Um, and it, I think most of the time it's, it's relating to the television show um because there's an hbo series that's going to take a year to film um because they're I imagine they're gonna be doing all the seasons too um so i imagine that's not coming out to 2023 which would be the 10-year anniversary for the last of us which would be 10 years for the game and like i said they've developed stuff for the second game story-wise where it, it it seems to me like they probably could they could polish it up make it a better game and put it on the PS5 and it's gonna sell like gangbusters. And I'd be fine with it because they like said it's I don't know. It's I mean I as much as I like to say I like a next another last of us, um it just seems like maybe it's an easier pull basically for the for Sony to do. Um they know it's gonna be well, it's gonna sell like gangbusters, and they can just line it up with the television show. So you got 10 year anniversary here, here and here. Here's here's a, here's a whole bunch of this kind of thing. So uh, I'm I'm not upset about it. I see a lot of people upset where oh I want I want all of this and I want all of this. Uh I want creativity and everything from from PlayStation. You're still getting these games. It's just 
I don't know what people are like, <laughs> you know, like the like, I see the complaints. I get it because Last of Us is a great game. It's one of my favorite game on the PS3. But and I can see your complete argument. But what sells for Sony, they're going to stick with the guaranteed money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's these risky games. They don't make money. They don't sell. And uh, that's yeah. I mean, like they they did dreams. Yeah, I don't think it sold really well. You know, Conquer- they... Concrete Genie and um, mm-hmm. Returnal's coming out. Like, if people are complaining about creativity, buy Returnal. That's coming out literally in a couple of weeks now. Buy that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, support the create creative ones. You know, that's that's a completely original game right there. You know, or completely different. But the whole argument that oh, it's just over the third shoulder. I'm like, yeah, they sell like ten to twenty million. You know, copies of the game. You know, for the franchise. Why wouldn't you? stick with lead money you know um not to dog on xbox but like they put out gears and and halo you know that that's what makes them money that's that's why they stick with it uh now they're trying they're trying actually to do something different now with acquiring all these different uh companies and and whatnot so i imagine they're gonna be taking risks here and there but um yeah it's 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 you can't fault a company for what they do for what makes money in my eyes. Um, it, it seems like a lot of people are dogging it right now. And I don't, I, I'd say like, I, I hate that your argument because it, it doesn't make sense that you're, I, I don't know if maybe it's just the fanboy for a certain thing, because if it was, I don't know, a Zelda game, no one's going to complain about it in most or Mario. Um, these games don't come out very often. The last, last of us, it, it, it took what, seven years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like they come out very. It's not like they come out every year. They're not yearly releases like Assassin's Creed, or or whatnot. You know, so to me, like these are, I I understand people don't. I love hearing the oh the PlayStation game isn't my cup of tea kind of argument. You know, I get it. They're fantastic games, but they're not my cup of tea. Uh, yeah, well, guess what? They still are for a lot of people. They are for me. I most of these they're over the um the cinematic. I guess um over-the-shoulder third-person games, they're fantastic. I, those are like the games I wanted as a kid. I loved action-adventure games when I was younger. So mm-hmm. to me, like, keep making them. I don't care. I'm going to have a good time. Until you stop making good ones, you know, why change? So so what I think they're going to do with Last of Us is they're going to do the remake, and then they're going to incorporate some elements and story stuff from 2 into 1. I think they're going to add some stuff, kind of change, like, Subvert your expectations. I don't think it's going to be a one for one remake. I think that they're going to take a little bit of story. You're going to be able to play the other characters from two, you know, Abby and stuff, I bet, in the first game. I feel like they're going to tie it all together and they're going to make it a seamless game and then call it like The Last of Us, the story so far. And then they're going to add like the multiplayer mode. That's what my, and I do agree, it'll probably come out 2023 with the show. So that's where I'm at with this whole Last of Us thing. I think that would be a pretty smart play for them because then they could really build out that other side story with Abby and stuff from the second game. And if they build her out more, they could do a spinoff game with her in a different like setting and stuff. I don't want to spoil two or anything here, but you know what I mean? They could keep going with her story or, you know, story related to her or whatever, if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. No, it's, I don't know. It, I'm for it. I guess I support it. Uh, do I, do, is it my first choice? No. No. I would probably take another Uncharted or another Last of Us, but um, this is the people. Sony has a level of quality now where I think they've earned that almost like Nintendo like level of quality and trust where 
you, you know it's not going to be bad. You know, it's it's like I, I think that's the whole thing with Days Gone is they didn't get that with Days Gone with the quality or and there was production hell um, for that game because it probably was just not that powerful of enough machine where it probably would almost benefit if they just made it a launch game for the PS5. Um, yeah, but um, one of those things where I don't know because there was I don't know back to back to Days Gone talk here. One thing the critics criticize for is for its performance on the PS4. So um, I think Sony likes having their level of quality. And as you see now, they have their little Marvel-esque uh, opening cutscene now before their PlayStation IP games, whereas you get you see that Sony IP or the PlayStation logo IP where it's supposed to be like, this is a level a high-quality level game. Um, do I agree with that $70 price tag? No. Uh, but uh, I, I I hate to defend them and everything. It makes sense why um, they're racing the game. I don't like it. I, I I hate it because it's more money and I'm a cheap asshole. In uh, <laughs> I I mostly I said I mostly only buy like one or two new games a year, and then I'll Black Friday everything else where I'll get it for a deal. You know, yeah. Or I'll play, and I'll play it later because you know. What if they um, did a PlayStation Pass, right? Like Game Pass, because everybody will always say, "Well, Game Pass is the best deal." To me, I like Game Pass, but if I'm not, if there's games on there that don't interest me, and it's not really often that there is. I know that there are a lot of games that a lot of people like love on there, and I, there's been a few that I've played, but if I'm paying for Game Pass, I, I feel like I pay for it, and then I'll play like the one game I want to play, and then I'm like just scrolling through this giant list of just old games that I would have probably bought day one or near day one if I wanted to play anyway. That's kind of how I feel a lot of times. I'm not going to deny the quality and like the the value there the value is there i agree with that but uh to me personally i kind of i kind of just like to to play whatever game i want to play at the time and i'll just pay the money for it usually if it's on game pass i'll do 15 bucks and play it on game pass it might be cheaper but um but if they had a playstation pass right and it was first party games day one would you pay 15 20 a month to have that yeah absolutely but i probably wouldn't i i I also have game pass at the moment and I bought it for like a two year deal where, but once it expires here, I think this summer, I'm not going to renew it. And it really is. It's because my, my Xbox is collecting dust at the moment. There's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of games on there, but there's nothing I really want to play. It's very much the Netflix approach where I, I can scroll through Netflix and there's a lot of stuff on there, but there's nothing that's catching my attention. And I mean, I have no problem jumping back on when you say, Hey, this is the big, you know, Xbox game. Come play it. All right, I'll I'll re I'll up for that month to play that game, and then I'll probably unsubscribe after that. Yeah, um, and I would do the same exact thing for PlayStation, where I probably wouldn't stick with it unless they're guaranteeing me bangers every month. Where you're saying you got you got to keep it this month because of this, you got to keep it this month. I got to do the Disney Plus for you, you know, but from yeah. PlayStation, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me get you exactly. It was like okay, well, you can't leave now because Falcon Winter Soldier is starting. I need that to be a year commitment, basically, for me. Um, mm-hmm. unless it's something like, Hey, you subscribe for uh PlayStation plus, this is the PlayStation plus bonus. And they kind of have that right now with the PlayStation plus collection, but new games aren't on that. There's, there's newer games on there's games from two years ago that are on that. And you're getting that PlayStation five version of the game, but you give me day one with that, which I imagine eventually this all becomes that I imagine when consoles are no longer a thing, it's you subscribe to whatever service you pay $10 a month. And you can play, grab your controller of choice, and you can play whatever games. It's just the Netflix thing. We'll keep you in there. We're like, okay, well, I'm going to play this because there's 100 games on here. 
and blah, you know. Um, but yeah, un- un- until then, man, like I'm gonna be if, if Sony comes out with something like that, um, very much like an Xbox, uh, it, you better have a banger that month. Otherwise, after that month is up, I'm gone. So yeah, and I, I don't want to hate on Game Pass because I do like the service. I think it's a really cool service, and I I like to play the games on there, and I I like that there's a lot of day one games, but like. <sighs> I'm the same way as you like unless there's something that I just want to play like if I'm scrolling through this library and there's a game like oh I want to play right now I'd probably sub to it right now I don't have game pass the reason I had game pass for a little while there is I was playing Halo with some friends and I didn't actually own the Master Chief collection so I was like you know what I'll subscribe to game pass play Master Chief collection a little bit with them and then you know I have it for a couple months I can fiddle around with whatever game I ended up playing like three games out of like the hundred and something games they have and then I was just like I'm good you know so I mean I've got my money's worth because I got my friend, you know, I had fun with my friends and I played some games, but it's like if uh, it's just one of those things, it they get you if you're not using it all the time, you know, just like mm-hmm. any other any other subscription service. So exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> but in, in a, my, my main, main console of choice is PlayStation and uh, PC, too. I play a lot of PC indie stuff, so um, but I do plan to get a Series X uh, for Halo Infinite. I do want to play that when that comes out, and I want to see what it's all about. I want to see the hype, and then uh, that'll probably be the thing that gets me to get a Series X, and then uh, hopefully it's a good game, but hey, whatever. But then the Bethesda games will be mostly exclusive, so I'll be there to play, you know, Elder Scrolls 6 and all that stuff. So That don't shoot too shit for me, man. Fuck Bethesda. I don't give a (laughs) shit about them. I don't. Um, I I like them. I like them. But Man, I'll tell you this. Uh, one thing you'll get me to buy day one an Xbox for if that Koj- of that Kojima rumor is true. If that's true, man, you got me. I, yeah. I trust. I trust the man. He hasn't made anything that I didn't like. So you know, I know some people don't care for him because they think he's weird or whatever and does his own thing. He his is weird, are, but yeah, he is. He's but awesome his games, <laughs> his games are bangers, man. Like for me, like they're just every one of them hits. It's a hit yeah. for me. Where if the Xbox rumor is true that they got him paying for development in the next game, and it's an Xbox exclusive, you got me. You got one hundred percent. Got me. Where yeah. I will, I will day one the day that comes out, I will buy the edition, whatever said game Kojima game is. I will buy the if they have the exclusive one. I will buy the shell color or whatever you're gonna do. I'm there. So gonna, gonna get the BB two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. You got me. You know, yeah. give, give me, give me there. You got me. So. Um, that, that, that is a seller for me, mm-hmm, Me too. but, but, uh, if it isn't, well, I'll, I'll keep waiting until you give me that reason to jump. And I think that's the only thing Xbox is doing right now. They're doing the, and I think well, it's cause no games are coming out at the moment, but they're doing the, you know, like hold you off. Here's, here's a whole bunch of stuff to hold you off until then we'll, we have stuff coming, but I don't know until then I'm, I'll, I'm waiting for you to give me that reason. Um, yeah. cause you want me to pay $500 for your console. Playing older games isn't that reason yet, and I know like uh, nothing on Sony, but I'm at least covered for a while with Sony. I can I can play. I said now I, I I'm gonna be fine to play Resident Evil Eight. You can do that on Xbox, but my console choice is Sony, mm-hmm. so I'm covered for third party games with Sony, and and I have the exclusives that I know are coming. I don't know what I got, what's coming out yet on Xbox, and maybe with the return of E3 this year. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited back. about E3, honestly. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. At first hearing the E3 coming back, I was like, okay, but it's going to be so much fun to get hyped again. Um, but mm-hmm. ho- hopefully Microsoft comes with the bangers. 
You're like, oh yeah, we talked about Perfect Dark. That's coming out in, in winter. Yeah, I doubt it. But you know what I mean. Whatever the big banger is, like, like here it is. Balls on the table. Whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, you, like I said, you do that and you tell me when these games are coming out. Great. I'm there. Like I said, right, right now I'm covered. I'm covered. So you give me the reason to jump. Give me the reason to jump. And I know they're going to say, oh, the deals and everything. Yeah, but it's fine. Give me that reason to jump. I buy I buy new consoles for the new games that I can't play elsewhere. Um, yeah. I got a big talk with my buddy Adam about this because he's not. He, he's very much upset that he can't play his PlayStation 1 through 5 catalog on his PlayStation 5. Um so that's why he jumped with Xbox on Xbox first, because he's like, I can continue playing my Xbox 360 one and now Series X. I'm like, that's fine. But I, yeah. I, I also have these old consoles. Uh, I have a one, a two, a three and a four and a five. So if I need to, I can just pull it out because I don't have I'm not one of these people that hooks up every single console to their television. I do it like I for my big screen. I have a couple of the newer consoles and that's about it. I have my switch, my PS5 uh and my ps4 they're all hooked up and then for my retro station it gets hooked up when i want to play something um so i i don't have the million cords set up the rat's nail rat's nest i hate that i absolutely hate that um i try to keep my area as clean as possible so i'm not you know untangling cords here and there um so i need to i need to adopt that because mine's pretty bad but go ahead (laughs) no man i'm just saying it's like I'm, i'm not one of these people that has this million piles set up I play when I want to play something, I'll dig it out and I'll play it and it'll stay hooked up to that television until that game is done or I don't want to play it anymore. And then it just gets it's cords get sorted back and everything. It's a better lifestyle in my eyes. Um, but uh, it's like I said, like I'm covered. I'm covered right now for what it is. Nothing, nothing's selling me still yet. We're bringing back, bringing it back to that. Um, but until then, I'm fine. I don't have to worry about, you know, I mean, I was debating getting MLB the show. Uh, but I just know I'll play that for a few weeks and then I'm like, you know, there's $70. Granted, it's nice that it's on Game Pass. It'd be great if the PlayStation put their own game on their, like, whatever, Plus collection or whatever. Um, but until then, you know, like, I just know that it wouldn't be a game that's going to hold my attention for very long. I don't know. It's yeah, it's a weird spot we're both in right now when it comes to video games. We're just, I want, I want something. I really want something, but nothing's grabbing me. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I I pre-ordered Deathloop, right? And I was so excited. Like I was like, cool, brand new game from Arcane. I love Arcane. Um, all the Dishonored stuff, I I adore it. Prey was good. It didn't hook me because of the setting. I thought it was kind of eh to me. I just didn't really find the whole space setting was very fun for me on that one. But it still played really well. It still had that cool moments and stuff. But I was just excited for this game. Looks like Dishonored, but in this weird trippy time loop, sixties whatever funkadelic looking thing i was so excited and then they delayed it to september i know that you know it makes the game better but i was just really hyped for like a few weeks from now just sitting down with some death loop because i already have a pre-order a pre-order digitally it's ready to go because i i put some money aside to digitally pre-order that so when i move there's a brand new game right there ready to go you know but now uh you know such is life i guess it's okay well to me, man, like, I don't know what's coming up past. And I mean, that's what you hope for with E3, right? I don't know. Um, I know three games that are like on my radar. And I mentioned two of them already. And the third one's Ratchet and Clank. But I don't know what else comes out after that. I really don't. And everything seems there's a lot of stuff that's already delayed to next year. And you know, there's games coming out. And I imagine there's some that they're just holding off for a big like E3 reveal and whatnot. 
Uh, um, E3, we're going to get a Horizon 2 or for Horizon Forbidden West release date. You know, they're going to yeah. say it, you know, there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Sony doesn't have anything, you know, officially announced, but you know, they're going to have something around that time. There's going to be big fall releases. There's, there always are because the companies, regardless, are still going to try to push to get that uh, game out in the, even if it's like a buggy mess, they'll still do it and they'll just patch it because they know they need that, that Black Friday money, you know, so yeah, um, get that Christmas cash. So it's, uh, uh, like I said, all I know is there's three, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, well, June six, you know, like hearing this. Uh, well, June six, when that Final Fantasy seven uh, remake PlayStation five uh, upgrade come drops, so that'd be something else to play. Because I I've been holding back on playing that. I bought that on Black Friday for like nineteen dollars. Um, I'm I want to play it, but you told Maybe. me that PlayStation five version is coming in June six. I can wait. So it's a free upgrade, right? Free upgrade for PlayStation five. So. That's what I should do. That's a good game I would could get into. Um, look for a deal, like a GameFly deal or GameStop or whatever Best Buy deal, and see if I can get that for twenty bucks or fifteen. Because that's because mm-hmm. I know it was free on PS Plus, but I didn't claim it because they're like, if you claim it on PS Plus, you can't get the free upgrade. And I'm like, no, I want the free upgrade if I'm ever going to play it. So mm-hmm. I'd rather pay the fifteen to twenty, get the free upgrade instead of paying seventy for the whole thing. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Um. That would probably be a good one to have when I move, because that's what June, like early June, right? Like June something. June six. June six. June six. Okay. Okay. I think that's when you can also buy the PlayStation Five version of the game, where it comes with that extra DLC, which is also exclusive to to Sony. Um, Yeah. So like side characters, but I don't give a crap. That's something for people who can't get enough and want to keep playing. Yeah. So maybe that's me after I beat it. Like, oh, I want to play the side story. I'll buy the side story. You know. In that case, if I really, really get into it. And I'll buy that that this then on a Black Friday deal kind of thing as well. So, yeah, it is what it is. I like I'm playing some indie stuff. I played a couple little things, but mostly just kind of dabbling because, you know, I'm at the indie show. I want to keep kind of up to date what's coming out and bring some special games on there to, you know, point people towards. But besides that, it's just kind of like for big stuff. I'm kind of like, eh. I'm just kind of just kind of vibing, just playing what what feels right for a couple hours here and there. Um, I did pull out my VR. I hooked it up for one day because I had contacts right now. My con- I'm not wearing contacts currently, but I'm going to be wearing contacts. But I wanted to try a VR with contacts so much better, dude. Like, I felt so much more immersed, like it didn't feel like there was just a bunch of jumbly stuff on my face. And then like the, the, the thing actually fit properly, you know, the PSVR mm-hmm. I was playing like just a bunch of random stuff. Played some Beat Saber. Played some Super Hot. You know, just the the basics. I played a little Moss, and I just really enjoyed it. And um, I'm looking forward to having more when I move. Everything's packed, and I'm at my new place. Just like setting it up and waiting for PSVR two because I'm excited for that as well when that eventually comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be sure. Be sure to claim Moss. It's free right now until like April 22nd. I think it is. Oh, I beat it. I beat it a while ago. I have it. Mm-hmm. I think I actually have it physically. No, actually, I, it's digital, but yeah, I, I have it. I, so. I claimed it the other day to make sure because there's those like nine games that are free with PlayStation right now with their stay at home initiative. So, did you uh, ever play Moss? Nope. I think you'd enjoy it. You like like platformers and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, heard, like, I, heard, I heard Bill from SDC talking about it last week, too. So, I mean, it's just, that's why I actually remind, remind me. I'm like, oh, yeah. So, quickly went to the store, click download. So, yeah. And Astrobot is really fun, too. And that, that's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend playing both of those. I think you'd enjoy them. So, Moss oh, is... Astrobot, Astrobot was fantastic. Love that mm-hmm. game. Yeah, Moss, Moss, like, kind of blew me away. I, I actually played it for the indie podcast. I was like, 
you know what? We're going to do a VR episode. I want to play Moss. So I played through that. And that was like my favorite game. Like one of my favorite games I played last year. It was really good. So mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. All right. Cool. I think we're winding down here. Uh, any last parting words before we close out the show today? Nah, man. Taco Bell was great, though. <laughs> I enjoyed it. it was a, yeah. I enjoyed this whole episode. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's Rocket Sauce. And my Instagram handle is it's Rocket Sauce or the Cartridge Club Discord. I'm mostly on there. So, uh, yeah, just uh, look me up there. Thanks for having me again, though, Josh. I appreciate being on the show. Eating Taco Bell, talking video games, talking movies. Good times. We should do another one maybe after Falcon Winter Soldier. So, in like maybe a month or so, maybe come back and talk. Oh. All spoilers about that. You down for that? For do a spoil full on spoiler talk. I'm for it. Sounds good. All right, man. Uh, you can find me at Frantic Society, like always, and uh, my two po other two podcasts, Indie Quest Podcast, which is all about indie games. Go over there. We just released an episode about Journey with a good buddy of the show, Rusty Lewis. So we had him on. We listened to some indie game music, and then we broke down journey like for an hour like we went super deep into it so that episode is super long it's like two and a half hours of awesome indie game content so go over there uh at any quest pod on twitter check out that show and then we have box office bliss which is wrapping up uh fast and the furious soon like a couple weeks we have eight coming out next week and then the week two weeks after that we have uh hobbs and shaw so that'll wrap up the first season pretty much. We'll have like a wrap up episode and then we're going to wait for nine to come out because who knows if it gets delayed again. So we're kind of just like going to cut the season off right there. So if you want to check out some awesome movie reviews, um, that's going to be at box office bliss on Twitter. So thank you for listening to this episode of frantic thoughts. And uh, thanks for hanging out, Ryan, for a little bit. See you. I'm still